Cairo, Seattle. Hey everybody, welcome to Bark. We're back with another episode and this this time around we're going to talk about dog-friendly workplaces and in most environments, most workplaces, you don't have dogs running around there for, I guess, good reason. But we're going to find out from Jovana Teodorovich at Rover.com. She's the head of people and culture, how things are working out at Rover, where it's dog-friendly there at Rover, especially uh, since they're so in tune with dogs that uh, it sounds like it's working out pretty well there. But, Aaron, we've talked about it before off the air and, and what it would be like. It sounds like there'd be some pros and cons, but... What happens here here at Cairo Radio? Once a year, you can bring your dog in, mm-hmm. and some people bring their dogs in on Friday. I've done it with River on occasion. I wouldn't say it's frowned upon because Dave Pridemore, our boss, he's uh, he's a big dog guy. Yep. But yeah, what what do you think? You think it would work out here? Mm, a quick little visit, you know, a little walk through, I think is fine. But like every day, having dogs here every day, I think you're going to run into a couple problems. It's just it's so hectic. It's that newsroom is crazy. There's cords and wires everywhere. You know, people are recording interviews in the middle of the newsroom. So a dog barking in the background probably wouldn't be great. But when you hear that people are more productive because happier people are more productive, and if you have your dog at work, then maybe you're going to be happier and more productive. That's true. What, what do you think? Uh, I think there are probably other ways to be happier <laughs> and more productive. Serve booze, maybe? Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'd get some work done. <laughs> I don't know how good it would be, but I'd get it done. To be totally honest with you, there's uh, there's a show that we do every Friday when the Mariners are, are home, the Seattle Mariners. And we do our weekday show from Edgar's Cantina. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fun being around. Uh, yeah, I think the show might be better on Fridays, you know, if you have a margarita occasionally. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. So honestly, I, I sit here and I go, man, having dogs at work, I think it'd be fun. And I think it can work out. And we'll find out how it's going at Rover. Yovana Teodorovich is with us, the head of people and culture at Rover. And Yovana, thank you for joining us. And I, I got to tell you, my goal is to have a dog-friendly workplace everywhere, just everywhere in the Seattle area, in the country, worldwide. They have this, what do they have? It's an annual day where you can bring your dog to work day, and, and they make a big deal out of it. But I know at Rover, you can bring your dogs all the time. And I, th- I think it should be something that we see in more workplaces. Me too. I think that would be wonderful. I mean, we love having dogs in the office every day. Every day is bring your dog to work day at Rover. And it it creates just such a welcoming, vulnerable, kind of uh, emotionally intelligent environment for all of our employees and lets us feel more at home every day while we're doing the great work we get to do. Well, what's it like there? Is it just complete chaos at times or is it orderly? You know, you would think so. Uh, One of the pieces of feedback I get when they get an office tour, when they're here for an interview, is how quiet and orderly the environment is. And I have to say that took time to evolve to. There was a time when we didn't have a lot of structure. We were a small company and the dogs were kind of uh, running the place and there was a lot more chaos and and, um, I think 
you know, and fun. But now we have a very orderly environment. We have a lot more people. We have a lot more dogs. We have doggy gates and we have uh, dog walking that we offer for our employees. And we have a lot of people who are passionate about dogs and know how to take care of them in house. So we have a, a very, um, I think, great environment for both humans and pets. But it definitely took work and time to get to. You must have some rules that, that you go by. Standard practices there, Rover, to make sure that everything uh, stays copacetic with everyone, I guess. We actually have quite a few rules because we want to be a good stewards to our business, to our employees, and to our landlords. Uh, but a few simple ones are, you know, your dogs should be on leash or with their owner at all times instead of left unattended. Um, we do separate the dogs. We have kind of like rows where the desks are, and each row has its own gate so that the dogs are in their gated areas. Dogs are in the same area every day, so they get to know and familiarize themselves with their environment and the other dogs. That way there isn't all these new variable factors. We do give every new hire kind of an orientation for both themselves and their dog and best practices around, you know, don't feed your dog at the same time as another dog is around. That way that might start a scuffle, things like that. And, of course, there's a lot of information about how to clean up after your dog and make sure that you're creating and maintaining an office environment that's fun and safe and fragrantly pleasant for everyone who enters. I would just assume, now my dog, I I left him for this interview. I had problems with him tearing up the carpet and tearing up some wiring here at the station, and I'm a little gun-shy on bringing him back. And plus, he's he's dirty today. I I took him on a, on a hike, and uh, he kind of got in some mud. And so I left him up in my car right now. I'm going to go get him here in a little while. But what I'm wondering is, do you find that people are more productive when they have their dog at work? I, I imagine they're happy having them there, but uh, what, what about the productivity levels of employees with their dogs at work? Yeah, having your dog with you uh, facilitates the development of social contracts, which may increase both psychological uh, human health and, and happiness. And in other words, working with dogs is good for your career. If you're feeling good, you're more likely to enjoy your work and your personal and professional success will continue to grow. So people experience less stress while they're allowed to have their dog at work, but they also are more likely to interact and have positive interactions with each other, making them happier and more productive. So there's a very strong correlation. And certainly for us, uh, given the amount of dog people like yourself that we hire who are very happy to have their best friend with them while they're at work every day. Okay, well, I get the positives. I I just think that uh, 95% of the time that it'd be a positive having a a dog-friendly workplace. But what, what about some of the negatives you've experienced? Yeah, so I actually walked into the office this morning and heard um, one of our employees who, who has a new puppy struggling in a phone interview to keep the puppy quiet while he was trying to talk to a candidate. So I uh, actually took his dog with me and you know played with him for a little while while he finished. So having young dogs in the office who are not trained yet, who you know get bored and get noisy because they want more stimulation can be tricky. Uh, we do have a waiting period for new hires to bring in their dogs, and we do have some rules around how old a puppy needs to be and that they need to be puppy trained. But, you know, they're a lot of energy, and that can be tough. Uh, when dogs are not watched at all times, they, as you mentioned, can get into the wiring and some other things, so it's important that they are occupied. We also give this great dog walking benefit to all of our employees in Seattle. We give free dog walking. Uh, they're able to get their dogs walked, and that gets a lot of the energy out, which I think really helps the, the dogs remain calm and stimulated. That way, when they come back and can nap under the person's desk after they're working. Do you mind if I ask you about maybe like the worst incident you've had? Have you had like a nasty dog fight or anything or 
What's what's been the craziest or worst thing that's happened at work? Well, I'll I'll start with one of the funnier things. So when I first started working at Rover, I got to learn and love the term mystery poop because apparently that was a problem. <laughs> this was a new thing for me in HR that I, that I had to kind of uh, wrap my mind around. But dogs who would do their business and then the owner would not clean it up or notice, and then you know you can imagine the stepping in and the other things that could happen. Um, so we've done a good job, I think, of managing out the mystery poop angle. Um, and, you know, anything that can happen sometimes might, you know, including dogs potentially uh, getting on each other's bad side and having a kerfuffle. We're really quick at reacting to those things. And we um, do have a one human bite strike and you're out kind of rule. So if a dog it does show any sort of aggression towards humans, they're not appropriate for the office. Um, and those things are very, very rare and far between because a lot of our employees are such good dog owners. They raise their dogs well. They're very well-behaved. They're very loved, and they're not aggressive. I think that's a big part of it as well is the type of people we, we hire are the owners who are less likely to have aggression in their dogs, even though a lot of our dogs are rescues. They're very well cared for, and that reduces some of the really bad things. But bad things, you know, property damage or, or scuffles definitely do happen, especially at scale. Do you have your dog there with you today, Yovana? I don't. I am the, uh, like I believe you spoke with another Rover employee, Jenna, I am the aunt to many, many Rover dogs at the office, and I get to roll around on the floor with them and say hello every day when I come in or uh, puppy sit or whatever else uh, feels good for me at the day. But I don't have a dog alone. Um, I travel a lot and I work in a lot of meetings, so it's not really conducive to my lifestyle. And one of the perks of working at Rover is I basically do have a bunch of dogs because I see the same dogs every day in my area where I sit. Our uh, CFO also bought my dream dog, a mini Bernie Doodle. Her name is Fauna, and I like to think that I'm Fauna's godmother, and so I'm kind of obsessed with her and I get to play with her and dogs at her as well. I don't know why this occurred to me to ask you this, but how do you think it would work if there was a cat-friendly workplace? <laughs> my parents just asked me that. They have a cat. They're like, would you would you ever bring our cat to your your work? You know, when you're cat sitting, and I was like, I don't think that would <laughs> that would go over well. The dogs are used to each other, and and they love coming to Rover every day. You see them in the elevator riding up to the office, and they're just their tail is wagging. They're so excited. All their friends are there. All the treats are there. But I think a cat would be a very different factor, and probably would not work out so well. Mostly for the cat, right? Can you imagine being that cat in a room of dogs and and strange people and strange smells? I think it would be Probably not the best environment for everyone, um, though a company called Trupanion, I guess, has tried it. They're also very dog-friendly, and um, I'd be curious to learn more from them around what that was like. We've not been brave enough to try something like that yet. Do you know anything about uh, the trend for dog-friendly workplaces? Are you seeing more and more companies doing this, and, and do you see it globally or, or more uh, around the country? Uh, I think it's definitely prevalent in the United States. You know, more people have a dog than a child, and that is a growing thing. Millennials are having children later. Dogs are becoming a bigger and bigger part of our families. And so more workplaces and more buildings that hold offices are becoming dog-friendly. Seattle is a very dog-friendly city, so we see that a lot here. Uh, you know, Amazon for a very long time has a lot of dogs, and that's kind of spread throughout the industry. Uh, we acquired uh, a company in Barcelona, and they are dog-friendly, Dog Buddy. Um, we just partnered with a company in South America that's also dog-friendly. So I, I do think it's global, but uh, where I would guess it's the strongest would be uh, Western Europe and the United States, 
maybe Australia. Now, let's say I'm a CEO of a company who's thinking about having a dog-friendly workplace, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to have Jovana Teodorovich, the head of people and culture at Rover, come and talk to me and, and tell me all about it and what it's been like there at Rover. And what suggestions would you make to me? Yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. The first thing to think about is uh, the type of building you're in and if they allow dogs and what um, the structure you might need there. The second thing to think about is um, how many dogs you might have each day so that that can help you inform the rules that you have. And then the third thing is to really have structure and rules that uh, set up both the dogs and the employees for success, um, making sure that they're on leash with the owner at all times, making sure that we have water bowls and um, easy access for potty breaks for the employees that the elevator system in the building is set up for that. A lot of um, buildings will require loading dogs or side elevator access for dogs, making sure that you know what that is so that everyone feels good about what's happening and also that the tenants in the building who might not have dogs um, in their offices also are aware and comfortable because you will share spaces with Uh, employees outside of your own company to make sure that they aren't surprised and to make sure that your employees receive the training because not every person is a dog person, uh, you know, and even though your dog is maybe saying hi and being friendly to someone else in the elevator, they they may or may not feel comfortable about that. So making sure that everyone's educated and expectations are set about uh, the best ways to approach a dog-friendly environment. I mean, like you said, the pros are huge and the vast majority of the time it's a wonderful thing. I think everyone is in our building is excited um, when they're riding up to the fourth or fifth floor because they know they're going to see a bunch of dogs coming in and out. <laughs> and when I get on the elevator, our neighbors usually say, you don't have a dog with you, but it stopped on your floor. So it, I think it's used very positively, but it is something that we put a lot of intention into. Have you had any issues with employees who have that are allergic uh, to dogs or that, that fear dogs? Uh, we have had candidates who will flag that at the interview stage, and then they'll come in and see the office. Uh, we haven't had anyone who's afraid of dogs join Rover because we are so dog-friendly. Uh, we do have a couple employees who have dog allergies that take allergy medicine and love dogs and love being around them. But we also take a lot of steps to clean the office, have our carpets cleaned regularly, and maintain um, that type of environment so that even if, if you do have some sort of slight allergies, yeah, that's not an issue for you. If you have extreme dog allergies, probably not the work best workplace for you. Yovana, this has been fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you too. I, I, my regular job, I, I work in the afternoon on this show called Danny, Dave and Moore, and I really enjoy it. But, you know, we're talking to the Seahawks and Mariners about baseball and football, but I, I could sit here and talk to you about dogs all day. Me too. There's so many fun and funny things that happen every day. It's, it's a really great topic and kind of idea to interact with, especially as it's part of your job. And I've talked to Kristen about this, and I'm going to do it at some point here, is that I want to come by your office and uh, just check it out because it just seems like such a great place to work. We would love that. Just don't come during lunchtime because all the dogs go out on their lunch break. You want to make sure they're all here so you can play with them and get to know them. And I can point out all my favorite ones. I'm sure Kristen can too. Okay. All right. Yes, you, you do that, and I'll, I'll be down there soon. And listen, thank you very much, uh, I just, I've really had fun doing this podcast about dogs, and uh, I really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. Likewise. I hope we get to do more in the future. Thanks to Jovana Teodorovich, the head of people and culture at Rover. What head of people and culture, Aaron? Yeah, what a cool title. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm not, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. You gotta, I guess it's probably a new way of saying HR. Let's be honest. Oh, HR, yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Head of people and culture. Yeah. But she was terrific. And I, I, I think it'd be fun. Do you think it would work here? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think it would. I don't I don't know if there's anyone here who has any allergies or fears or anything that might be like a potential deal breaker. But I know that when we have our once a year bring your dog to work day, like you mentioned, it's it's a blast in here. Like, everybody seems to love it. Yeah. Do you think this is something that's just going to be companies in the minority or do you think we're going to see it continue to grow? I, I wonder. I mean, I sit there and I always think, man, it'd be great to to be able to bring your dog to work all the time. But I wonder how many dogs would be, you know, that would settle down and you could get some work done and whether it would interfere. There are things I'd have, I'd be concerned about, but clearly Rover, you can learn from them and what they've done. And uh, it sounds like it's really working there. Yeah, it would probably be something that got more popular as companies try to entice people like, hey, come to work. Because as more and more time goes on, people are probably going to be working more and more from home. And mm-hmm. so this might be something that, at least until we're all on our like VR work headsets in, the, in 100 years. But uh, <laughs> until then, yeah, I think, I think we're going to see more of this for sure. I'm trying to picture River being – well, I've already pictured him because he's done it. He's been here. And as I mentioned, he's you know, screwed up with the carpet and tore up some wiring. But he's older now. He's – He's two years old now, and I think he's settled down a little bit, but I still think he's, you know, some dogs, if you don't get them out and exercise them and, and they, you know, they're going to just be, he'll he'll come up to me and whine because he wants to go out and do something. So there are some challenges with it, but uh, every time I hear, it's just like, I want to, I want to follow up on this, not only dog-friendly workplaces, but I love places like that are bars that are dog-friendly. And, oh, yeah? I, and I want to get more into that too, because I think it's cool when you can take your your dog to a bar, but it's not for everybody. It's, you know, there's some people when I'm out on a trail, people are fine when they see river and, and they, you know, they come down, they pet him, but other people are terrified of him. So it's, it's one of those things. But if you know, it's a dog friendly bar when you go in there and the dog's under control and on a leash, then, then everybody seems okay with it. Yeah, I think so. It's fine. Bars are okay. Restaurants I have a problem with. When people bring their dogs and they have like little dogs and they're right at the table, that I do not like. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I do not. No. You better not go to France then. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I Is think that how they roll? France, Italy, your European countries. Yeah, I think mm. you're seeing a lot of dogs at restaurants. I, look, I love animals, but they stay on the floor and they don't no, hang come out on. while we eat. Stay on the floor? Yeah. When there's food around, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you let a dog or a cat on the furniture. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If okay. I'm si- Oh, of course. If I'm sitting watching TV, I want a cat in my lap. I want a dog next to me hanging out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's 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 fun. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, it's not like we let River run around on the kitchen counter. <laughs> so, that that's not happening. I'm sure he's tried. But every morning he gets, you know, the leftover uh, cereal from Stevie and you know, he's always getting treats, but yeah, so it was fun. It was fun to talk to Yovana and uh everybody over at Rover seems like they have a really good time and uh it seems like a really cool place. Rover, check it out at rover.com for all they've got all kinds of different dog services. Thank you for listening. I I really appreciate it. We're uh it's designed to yeah, you just go out and take your dog for a walk and and listen to bark and uh we're trying we're still trying to find a sponsor to keep this sucker going and uh having a good time doing it though and uh sure enjoy working with Aaron. He does a great job getting us uh through bark all these different episodes and uh talk to your boss about 
trying to get a dog-friendly environment there at your office and uh, get back to us here at Bark and let us know how that goes. In the meantime, thank you for joining us today on Bark. Bark.